0: Episode 306, Building Credibility with Teachers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Empowering Educators podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention Elite Educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am the host of the Empowering Educators podcast, and I am excited to be chatting with you today. We are going to dive into building credibility with teachers. So let's do it. Can you believe it's December already? Holy cow, this year has flown by. I feel like with back to school and then all the fall celebrations and then wrapping up the semester, it just goes way too fast. The weather has changed. Everyone is piling up next to the fire putting on tons of layers. It is super cozy. All the holiday music's on the radio, and it's just another fun, festive time. I'm also thankful because all the birthday celebrations are now over in our family, including the dog who had a November birthday, and I can just chill until we celebrate Christmas until we have that. And then the beginning of the new year, we can just pause for a little bit having back to back birthdays in the summer and back to back in the fall. It can get a little exhausting to do your normal life plus all the fun stuff. So life's slowing down and I'm not mad about it. Quarter one and quarter two are over. We've hit the halfway mark. Foundations have been set relationships have been cultivated and now it's just go time. I spend a lot of time with teacher leaders who run the gamut of their experience level and the needs based on their school. And we do focus the majority of our time on coaching strategies. But believe it or not, credibility sets the tone for the work that coaches and teachers do together. So it's a less obvious strategy, meaning a lot of folks overlook it when we talk coaching, and we lead PD on coaching, and we're just helping them in any way we can. We overlook this thing called credibility. And so if you're having a hard time getting teachers to work with you, or maybe you're going into a new environment you've never worked in before, or you're just getting started coaching, this episode is going to be Very helpful for you. Well, one question I get asked often from these teacher leaders who are, like I said, either new to coaching or new to a building is how can I build credibility with the teachers? And I am going to answer that in a second. But the fact you're already thinking about that is good because you're thinking, what does someone else perceive me to be and how can I use that to my advantage to better help them as quickly as possible? And I've shared this story and versions of this story before, but when I started coaching, we worked only with new teachers, kindergarten through seniors in high school, and I just didn't build relationships. I came out ready to go. I jumped right into the work. Now, teachers did catapult very quickly, but there was kind of a ceiling because I hadn't built any relationships. And as I started watching other cohorts gain momentum, they went further because of the relationship piece. So just because I got there first didn't mean much because I stopped. I kind of have hit, like I said, a ceiling and I couldn't go any further. But we're not going to focus on that part of the story because I've talked about it before. We are going to focus on the one part I actually did right, which we don't talk a lot on the podcast. It's always about the lessons I've learned. But I think it's important for you to hear how I did it. And then I'll share with you ideas for what this could look like for you. So Building credibility happened piece by piece, just like you're building a puzzle. So first I went and interviewed for that job and I was selected out of multiple candidates based on One, my resume had leadership opportunities, and that's because my principal knew I loved to lead, I loved to teach adults. And they personally set me up with opportunities to grow my craft over the years. So don't keep it a secret that you want to be a leader and your leaders will get creative in how they can expose you to those things. And so my resume was able to showcase that. Secondly, my teaching performance was really strong in comparison to my peers at my school and across the district. And I showed that through my performance evaluations, just the rubric itself, but also the comments from the administrators, in addition to doing work outside of my school and outside of my district for my state, that definitely showcased Not only do I, in my mind, know the pedagogy of teaching, but I'm able to demonstrate it. And this is another layer. I can help someone else do it. Not everyone who's a great teacher is able to help someone else become a great teacher. You really have to know, do you have great teaching experience and can you lead someone to do it too? And then add on top of that, my responses during the interview process were proof of the pudding. I had this ability to teach well and to lead well. And they were like, okay, this is evidence. She has a track record in numerous ways. Check the box, credibility. So then uh, when I was introduced to the cohort of teachers, when we were all going to be working with the leader of the new teacher project talked a lot about how we were hand selected and we are strong in the classroom, but we're even more qualified as coaches. And so the story that was built among who these new teachers were working with was very favorable. So the fact that the narrative now matched the data points, now I've got two checks in terms of credibility. Like on paper, I got it, and then being shared out in the world, that person backing you. And so that's the story these people who've never met us before are like, oh, wow, these people hand-selected, they're great in the classroom, and they're really strong as coaches. And so when I was coaching, here comes the third check in credibility. I was knowledgeable in what I was sharing with them, and I was modeling what it could look like. So that's what I call brains plus action. So I knew it cognitively, and then I was able to demonstrate what it looked like. And that's, again, that proof of the pudding, like you don't just know it, but you can actually do it. And now you're going to help me do it. So they saw me in action. And when I was leading PD, I wasn't coaching them, but I was leading PD on teaching strategies The reviews I got back were rave, meaning they loved the way I taught them. They thought it was bite-sized pieces. I gave feedback so they knew what to tweak in the moment. They had time to plan and prep and get feedback. And the whole way that I set up the learning experience was, again, demonstrating my teaching ability, but also the knowledge in instruction. And then I'm leading you because you're getting personalized help from me. So check, check, check. And then the last piece of that credibility Teachers were implementing the suggestions that I was giving them, and so their teaching would improve, and then student scores would improve, and then administrative feedback to them was praise, and they started to feel confident and proud of themselves. Then came the transformation, and that comes much later. That's why I don't want you to rely on that or wait on that, because sometimes it doesn't even come. But that really solidified credibility. Final check. So speaking of credibility, I was looking this up on dictionary.com. I was like, let's all get on the same page. What is it? And they defined it as the quality of being trusted and believed in. So we're going to focus on this episode as how can teachers trust you and believe that you can actually help them. Elite educators, have you heard my next book is out soon? It's called Always a Lesson, Teacher Essentials for Classroom and Career Success. I share the teacher essentials pathway where you can strengthen and catapult your instructional talents brick, by brick. And so we hone in on four elements of powerful instruction. Whether you teach yourself or you lead teachers, this book will help you diagnose potential hiccups, fix them up good as new, and create dynamic habits that will result in academic strides for generations to come. Every educator, no matter their role, needs this book in their hands as they work with staff and students in school buildings around our nation. So pre-order your copy at alwaysalesson.com slash teacher-essentials. That's teacher-essentials. Let's transform education together, y'all. Now back to the show. So the first thing that I worked on was that resume. You know, years in the profession, years in whatever my current role was, all the accolades I've received, recommendations from past leaders, what is my reputation? And you can start doing this now when you're looking at your resume and thinking, what is my credibility? Have I put it all out there? Have I given myself opportunity to get years in the profession, years in the role, accolades? Have I asked someone for a recommendation? And then you can start to, once you got the paper, remember the data piece, then we can move into working with people and establishing trust, which leads to the credibility. And so one of those attributes is honesty and my favorite, consistent follow through. That means you keep your commitments, you do what you say you're going to do consistently. Uh, You're relatable. This is the human side that I was missing. That's the piece of the story I didn't go into this time, but you've heard it before. You got to be relatable so that they see that you can be successful and imperfect. You can have a hard day and still be incredibly amazing. And for them to be able to see themselves in you is really helpful. If you are very polished and poised and have this barrier like I did they are not going to feel like they connect with you and they're going to feel like they have to be perfect and they can't confess their worries or their insecurities. And so the more that you can bring that human side to coaching or to working with teachers that builds credibility that builds the trust being genuine that is something that luckily I have naturally I have no alternative motive like I really just want to help you <laughs> that's just how I'm built I don't know any other way others look at this as being caring and really invested in other people um but another piece we haven't talked about it kind of goes back to that human side It's just because you're a leader doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. So you got to apologize. You got to own up. You got to ask forgiveness. And when they see you being that way, they're like, okay, cool. Like they might know a lot, but they're imperfect too. And we can do this together. So get that resume going so the data speaks for itself, but also start that relationship. So trust builds by being honest, by following through consistently, being relatable, being genuine, invest in other people and apologize. So what happens if we actually don't build credibility? You're going to end up working with teachers a less amount of time or just with less teachers, which limits your impact. Uh, You're not going to have as much impact as you could because of the lack of trust. It's going to limit the amount of students that then benefit from having a high-performing teacher because you didn't establish trust, which means they didn't want to work with you, which means their kids don't benefit from having a teacher who can grow with your support and you lose all this precious time where you could have been getting results and and making way. So we want to make sure building credibility isn't overlooked and jumping right to okay, what are the coaching strategies? What does leadership look like? We have to spend time thinking about how do we build credibility? Well, we want to grow quickly. We want to help others grow quickly too. And that requires trust and they have to be willing to apply your suggestions. And if teachers are willing to work with you, more students benefit from a stronger teacher. And so it's essential that you figure out credibility. And so I'm calling this your credibility mission. All right, here is your to-do list. You are going to review your own resume. How do you stand out? Have you highlighted your successes and the impact that it has on both your colleagues and students, because that's essential. I showed a lot of how I help my students learn, but again, to be a leader, you have to prove you can help other people do it too. You can't just be this rock star teacher. It's not always going to translate to helping someone else be a rock star teacher. So make sure you show the impact on your colleagues by the ideas you're sharing, if you're doing learning walks, if you're modeling things, if they're watching you. Then go ahead and start gathering evidence of how your strong teaching and leadership ability positively impacts teachers and students. We want to quantify this. What evidence is there? Test scores. How have student test scores improved because of the way you taught something? Or a strategy you helped a colleague improve their their kids' test scores? Yes, you can share anecdotes. It's helpful, but please don't stop there. Your performance rubric on all your evaluations. How you've grown in those specific areas, how you're implementing feedback, how you're consistently learning, how you're not just helping your kids, but the class, the the rest of the grade level, the rest of the subject area. That stuff helps too. Testimonials from anyone you've worked with. It could be a colleague, or if you are in a leadership role already, go ask people, what is it like working with me? What did you find to be most beneficial? What do you think my asset is? This is going to help you formulate what is your X factor and why you should continue being a leader. And then think about recommendations from those who lead you. Would they recommend you for people to work with you, for people to want to be led by you, for you to go work somewhere else in a leadership role? So start gathering the evidence that's going to build your credibility. One day you won't have to worry about credibility because you're setting the foundation now and it'll just start to grow over time. But for those of you who have never thought about it before, we're starting from scratch. And those of you who might have bits and pieces, this is a good reminder. The next piece is letting teachers know what you've accomplished as a teacher in your own classroom. That helps them see, oh, well, if she or he did that in their classroom, they could probably help me do it the same. So when you're sharing, hey, do you want to work together? List specific ways that you can partner together, but also help them visualize the transformation that's going to happen working with you. And you can do that through sharing a story of when you were in the classroom or sharing a strategy you used or keep going back to very specifics of what you were able to accomplish and how you can help them do the same. Have your administrator plug your credentials so that teachers hear Oh, I didn't know that about you. Or, oh, wow, you're nationally board certified. Or, oh, you got a master's degree. Or, oh, wow, you taught kindergarten 16 years. Or, oh, wow, you've taught in three districts. Or, man, you've had six different administrators. You must know a lot about leadership from seeing a variety of leaders. That allows them and encourages them To work with you to give it a try because they're like, dang, I didn't know that about you. So feel free to have your administrator. Maybe it's in the newsletter. It's like a little spotlight for a colleague or at your next PD session, they can introduce you and remind everybody about why you're so amazing. Share teacher wins with staff. That highlighting how other people have grown who have been working with you is an indirect way of being like, hi, you should probably partner with me. This could be you up here. You could be having the same results too. It builds momentum. They see success in their peer. The peer worked with you. Now they want to work with you and receive the same result. Build trustworthy relationships. We talked about that before. The honesty, the follow through, being relatable, genuine, and investing in others, and asking forgiveness when necessary. So I'll tell you these steps again for your credibility mission. Review your resume. Like where where are you starting off here, and where do we need to build in things? Gather evidence of strong teaching and leadership ability. Let teachers know what you've accomplished when you ask them to partner together. Have your admin share your credentials. Share teacher wins, and build trustworthy relationships. I really cannot wait to see how your impact magnifies because you've now been focused on credibility and relationships and all the foundational aspects of both teaching and leadership. So feel free to email me your wins, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com. Don't be shy. I want to know what did you try and how did it work out? All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast and building credibility with teachers. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. <laughs>